Hey, it's Neville Medora here with the swipe email for Friday, December 9th, 2022, almost the end of the year. So of course, the swipe email is a swipe wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a sketch. Let's get started with the swipe. So here's two interesting pieces of advertising that use kind of like the opposite to advertise. So one gives you six reasons to own a car and one gives you 10 reasons not to own the specific car. So since the AMC Gremlin car from the 70s is pretty hideous, <laughs> this ad appeals to its more practical qualities, giving you six reasons to own it. So it shows like, you know, the clutch is awesome, the transmission doesn't go out, the bucket seats are great, whatever, all that stuff, right? So it shows all those practical reasons. <clears throat> but then this Volkswagen GTI which is like a pretty sporty and fun car, uses reverse psychology, giving you 10 reasons not to buy a rabbit GPI, GTI. So it's a fun way to grab some attention by not saying buy the car, but rather saying don't buy this car. And people are like, wait, you're saying not buy the car? And then the reasons they say not to buy the car, it says it goes too fast. Two, it stops too fast. Three, it doesn't come with automatic. The ride is stiff, cornering is tout. The wheels are too big. Your wife won't want to drive it. It's like all these things that like a bad boy driver would want, right? So I thought it was kind of interesting. Here's a piece of wisdom. Um, this is kind of random actually, but I think a very underrated convenience that I have enjoyed over the years is having a printer in your home. It seems so outdated and stupid and unneeded, but I have a wireless printer tucked away in a junk closet that's just always on. It's plugged in, it's connected to my wireless network. So I hit print on any device, my phone, computer, laptop, doesn't matter, something prints. So I always wonder why I need this thing. And then I'll have to print a random form like a defensive driving certificate. And it's so nice to just hit print and it just happens anywhere. And then some sometimes people are over and they're like, do you by chance have a printer? And on the three times a year that that happens, I'm like, I got you, dog. <laughs> and so a printer is ultra convenient when you need it and very, very frustrating when you need to print a random form and can't do it. So for a while, I got rid of a printer. And whenever I needed to print a form, then I'm like, dang, I got I have to like go to Kinko's or something. I literally have to go to a separate location to fill out a form. And generally, if I'm filling out a form, it's because I'm like doing something last minute, like, you know, printing a defensive driving certificate or something. And I have to go to another place. And then like they have to, you have to send an email to their computer. It's so, such a weird process. And so I'm like a $50 printer just always on will solve this problem forever. And so I have a printer and I also did something smart. I bought a couple of boxes of ink cartridges because whenever you have one of those ink cartridges out, then it kind of sucks. Your printer doesn't work. So that's a whole bag of hammers you got to deal with. So a uh, printer and some ink cartridges, man, it, it'll save you a lot of frustration when you need it. Here's something interesting. Uh, I looked up on Google Trends, the keyword copywriting. And from 2004 to present, it has really skyrocketed, especially since January 2022. What's your explanation? I'm curious what you think. Reply to this email and let me know. Also, if you're listening to this and you want to chat with me, go uh, to the email, the swipes email, and respond to it and say, I want to chat. And I'll send you a scheduling link where you just chat for 10 minutes. There's no pitch, no nothing. I just want to chat with people on the email list. Here's a fun picture. So my eating has got 10 times better this year. And the reason was I installed a gas grill outside of my kitchen. And so here's my lunch the other day, lamb kebab, mini peppers, asparagus, no prep, just out of the bag, throw that crap on the grill, no spices, no nothing. You, you just really don't need extra sauces and prep besides this. So if I were to put all of this in the oven and cook it in like a glassware, all of this would come out pretty bland. But for some reason, you put like these little mini peppers and asparagus on the grill and it just has amazing flavor. Like you don't 
need junk in it. You don't need to put oil, which adds a ton of calories. You don't need butter. You don't need really anything. Maybe salt and pepper if you want. That's about it. So some advice for someone who's buying a grill. I've had a lot of friends that have bought these like egg-shaped grills and fancy pellet grills, and they've got timers and phone apps, and they connect to the internet. Honestly, all of those people have stopped using them after about six months. I mean, unless you're like an expert level griller and this is like really something you love doing, don't buy one of those egg-shaped grills. There's there's all this like crap you gotta do. It takes forever to light them up. Whereas if you buy a regular ass gas or pro, gas or propane grill, you just turn a knob and a flame turns on, you turn the knob, the flame goes off. Like it's just that simple. There's nothing to it. Um, all these other grills require like tons of charcoal and blah, blah, blah. Like you can't possibly just like grill up a lunch in 10 minutes. Like it, it's, it's more time than that just to prepare the damn thing. So I'd say grab a regular glass gas grill. It's the holiday season. It's Christmas. If you're going to buy something, I would highly suggest a grill outside of your kitchen or wherever you cook. And uh, man, it really, really makes you eat healthier. I've just been eating a lot of meat and veggies lately and it's just fantastic. It tastes so good. Here's a fun little essay. So as AI keeps getting better, people always ask, well, what are humans going to do? So if you have seen, you know, chat GPT or any of these GPT-3 type models recently, it's like they're making images, they're doing writing. It's going to take, you know, potentially take away a lot of white collar work. So people ask, what will humans do as these things get better? And the answer is one human will be able to do what used to take many humans. This has been the solution with technology all the time throughout history. We're not the first generation to be like, oh my God, robots are gonna take our jobs. It's been happening forever. So for example, it used to take a team of 50 people, uh, humans, to manually light oil lamps that illuminated maybe a few popular streets in a city. Maybe like the main thoroughfare had a bunch of oil gas lamps and there'd be people that got up on ladders and lit these oil lamps. But then thanks to technology, a team of 50 people, that same team of 50 people could run the entire electrical grid for a city, generating power, illuminating every street in the sim, sim city in like an instant, right? So what used to take 50 people to just light one street, now those same 50 people can manage an entire city. Or for example, in every big company, they used to have like a mail department. So it used to take a whole department of maybe 10 people to receive, sort, deliver, and send mail for a company. Um, they would be handling tens of thousands of pieces of physical mail, and there'd be pieces of mail everywhere, and they need a lot of humans and a lot of organization, a lot of errors. But now, as one person and a laptop, I've personally sent out over 15 million emails this year. So I've sent out far more than a physical mailing room of 10 people could handle in an entire year by myself while laying in bed. So that's the power of technology. It doesn't necessarily replace you, it just makes you able, it amplifies you, makes you able to do what 10, 50, 100 people used to be able to do. Or for example, it used to take a team of 100 humans with T-square rulers and drafting tables to create blueprints for a building, and it probably has many potential errors. But now one human can just copy and paste detailed CAD models with electrical conduits, internet conduits, HVAC conduits, and thorough safety checks, automated safety checks, all from a computer. One person can do what used to take 100 people to do. And these jobs that they're taking are usually not like the best jobs in the world, right? So they're allowing a single person to do what a lot of people used to do. So AI and technology amplify human capability. So it's kind of fun to think about. Think of a process right now or a company that needs 10 or 50 or 100 humans to operate. Now imagine in 10 or 20 years being able to do all that by yourself. 
right? So this already happened. I mean, back just maybe 30, 40 years ago, if you wanted to keep in contact with 10,000 customers, you needed an entire team of people just to manage those contacts and those pieces of mail and reading the pieces of mail and making phone calls and logging phone calls and sharing those numbers between different people at the, at the company. But now you just use like a piece of software and it does that all automated for you. Like you don't need all that stuff. So by the way, all the art I used in this email essay was 100% generated by AI. Every single thing, even the one that looks like it has humans in it. And I show you how in this training video I made just for copywriting course members. So if you click that link and you're part of the copywriting course, you can watch the video. If you're not part of it, join the copywriting course. It's pretty much worth it. And by the way, I've been playing around with ChatGPT just released by OpenAI. And you can watch me test it out here. And I ask it questions like how to get rich and how to code for me. Um, if anything overtakes Google search in the next couple of years, it'll likely be something like this. I've used this and Google search side by side. And honestly, this kind of just takes out some of the work you have to do with a lot of Google searches. So if you say like, what are the 10 best ways to get rich? It'll list out some of them on Google search, but then you have to click into results. Whereas GPT-3 just kind of like goes and finds them for you. So I think search is going to be a very interesting space in the next couple of years with the introduction of these types of things. And then finally, a sketch. Here's a sketch of different prices. And it says, are you selling a product in 2023? So to make a million dollars in 2023, you need to get 5,000 people to buy a $200 product, 1,000 people to buy a $1,000 product, or 100 people to buy a $10,000 product. And so I list out even more of these on the email. But knowing these numbers is a very helpful way to work backwards into your 2023 monetary goals. And I even have a little pricing calculator I made a while ago that you can modify the number here and calculate your different amounts. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. Follow me on all the different social medias. Uh, go to my website, find it. And if you want, you should join the copywriting course. If you have any holiday sales coming up, have us look over it. Our writers and myself will look over it in our office hours and our 24-7 forum and go through your stuff and make sure it's optimized so you can have the best holiday season ever and hit your 2022 goals and go into 2023 strong. Anyways, my name is Neville Medora, and I will talk to you later.